Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Hey, welcome everyone. So good to be with you on this beautiful day, at least here in Colorado. Uh, On Calvary Live, you have joined this program. You're listening into Calvary Live where you get to call in and ask questions and to ask for prayer. So we invite you to do that. You can do that two ways. You can do it by the call-in number, and we'd love for you to call in because this is really your show. This is the hour where we get to come together and talk about the things of the Lord and answer your questions that you may have concerning uh, the Bible, maybe a Bible study you heard, or maybe you were in a Bible study that uh, the group needed some clarification or talking with a friend or maybe in your own devotions, uh, that Bible question came up and I will do my best to go to the Word of God to bring clarity and understanding. So give me a call and uh, maybe you have a prayer request. I'd love for you to be able to call in and uh, we'll take those prayer requests as well. The call-in number you just heard is 303-690-3000. And so love for you to grab one of those open lines, grab it early uh, so you're not on hold and uh, love to be able to go to the phone lines as soon as the phones start ringing, and uh, we uh, will uh, have a conversation. And uh, I know that maybe perhaps the question that you might have is a question that other people may be thinking of. So give me a call. I'd love to hear from you. 303-690-3000. we got all open lines right now. The second way for you to be able to ask a question or to give a prayer request and that is through a dedicated text line. It is a different number, and that number is 720-336-0897. I'll be repeating those numbers throughout the program, and as time permits, we'll go to the text questions and prayer requests. We did that yesterday, as um, we never know what the show is going to bring us, and uh, every show is different. Uh, Every show brings different topics. Sometimes the show uh, can... Um, you know, uh, bring different themes. Uh, just like yesterday, the themes seemed to be family and and uh, and praying for family, and uh, it was just a great time that we had together. So let's, let's see what the Lord has for us, and want to welcome all the Grace FM listeners here in Colorado. As I said, we got a beautiful, beautiful day. Uh, as uh, almost feels like spring, we can get these days in February. Uh, so welcome those of you, 101.7 down in Southern Colorado, Pueblo, Fountain, Colorado Springs. Love to hear from you guys. Give me a call at 303-690-3000, 89.7 from Castle Rock and Parker up through the metro area, along the Front Range, out into Eastern Plains to the Panhandle of Nebraska, to Wyoming, uh, Cheyenne, and Laramie, Uh Give me a call, 303-690-3000. And then our listeners on the East Coast, it's completely different. You got a winter storm that has been hitting you for the last day, and I believe another one that is coming. And so would love to uh, hear from you, see how you're doing, and uh, praying for you guys that you are safe 
and you don't have to get out and travel in the in this uh, winter storm that you are in. And I uh, love to hear from you guys on Hope and Truth FM, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Maryland, Tennessee, uh, parts of Kentucky. Give me a call, 303-690-3000. And remember, as you're listening to the radio station, Hope Truth FM, maybe another low-power station, that you are weak delayed. But we do have online listeners uh, from all over the country, uh, from the four corners of the nation, from uh, Washington uh, down to uh, Southern California in the south, from Florida up into the northeast, throughout the Midwest, Texas, Welcome all of you. We have international listeners as well, such as South Africa. And uh, so we welcome all who are listening in to today's program. So give me a call, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. We got all open lines right now. And we uh, invite you to text in a a question or prayer request at 720-336-0897. 0897 is the text line to remind you that that text line is a 24-7 prayer line that you can text anytime. Uh, you can give that number. And uh, also, you know, uh, international listeners can actually dial in as well. Uh, and the number is, the, the code for United States is 00 one and then three zero three six nine zero three thousand, which is interesting. Love to Get somebody that calls internationally. That would be uh, pretty neat. And then also um, just want to encourage you uh, to download the Grace FM app on your smartphones or your tablets. You can pull it right up. And, of course, the Grace FM website is available for you as well. So you can listen to great teaching 24-7. And want to encourage you to support your local Christian radio station here in Colorado, Wyoming, uh, Grace FM covers about 80% of the population here in Colorado. Even in Wyoming, with Laramie and Cheyenne, probably about 25% of the population in Wyoming. And uh, so uh, wonderful, uh, wonderful blessing to have Christian radio and the wonderful teachers during the week and to be able to have this show. So this is your show. Give me a call. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. Uh, Wherever you're at in the United States, that number will work. I want to just read to you because yesterday uh, there was a lot of calls that came in and one of the things that I've been talking about is that it seems like as we've entered into a new month, uh, February, matter of fact, today for you who are listening on live, Grace FM or perhaps uh, online, uh, today's Groundhog Day and I guess we got six more weeks of winter according to uh, Phil, the groundhog out in, in Pennsylvania. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, we are um, in a new month. We're in a new year. And and sometimes the uncertainty of everything that's going on in the news and what we're seeing going on in our nation can really begin to cause anxiety or uh, we begin to wonder the uncertainty, the uh, fear that can begin to to come to us. Matter of fact, in the staff meeting and talking to our, uh, our children's ministry director, Angie, uh, one of the things that the Lord has put on our heart is when we do vacation Bible school, and I know that it's February, and you're thinking vacation Bible school, that's in the summer, but we start planning now, and we always develop our own vacation Bible school, the theme, the teaching, uh, everything that goes with it. And one of the things that uh, the Lord has really put on our heart very clearly in 
uh, Angie and me and the staff is um, to talk about fear because even our children can be fearful and they can feel that. And all throughout the scripture, the Lord says that you don't have to be afraid. And there's good reasons. Matter of fact, from Isaiah chapter 41, uh, that the Lord says, Fear not, for I am with you, and do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. For I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, Fear not, I will help you. And we are so blessed because he is our help. He is everything that we need. When we're overwhelmed, when we're anxious, uh, when we're doubting, uh, when we're grieving, uh, whatever the case may be, the season that we're in, uh, we can trust in the Lord and go to him. Hey, I got all open lines. Love to hear from you. Uh, and the number to call is 303-690-3000. My name is Jeff Figs from Calvary Chapel Greeley with you, usually with you on Mondays and Tuesday afternoon. So love to talk to you about the things of the Lord all open lines right now, 303-690-3000, and the text line is 720-336-0897. One of the text questions, and we'll go to the text line right now as we're waiting for phone calls to come in, should Christians avoid social media? And, um, you know, that's something that everyone has to pray about. Uh, I don't think that Christians, you know, are mandated to avoid social media, uh, I think we need to be wise and we need to be discerning when it comes to social media. I think that it's very important for us uh, that uh, we are wise in what we are taking in, what we are reading, and uh, what it is that you know that we're putting into our minds. There's a lot on social media, and, and a lot of it's not good. So uh, you know, be wise in how much time you spend on social media, what you put on social media. I think that Christians, uh, that we need to be a good witness when we use social media. We use it as a church, and we use it to further the gospel. We use it to bless people. We use social media so we can reach people. But um, sometimes uh, the things that Christians put on uh, is really unfortunate. So be wise in using social media. Uh, I, I think that for some, if they would read their Bibles uh, as much as they uh, or on social media, they would be doing a lot better. In social media, um, the truth is is that young people are very stressed out, very depressed, very anxious, and a lot of it has to do with social media. All the social media apps that are out there, um, all the things that they see, um, it's just too much. It's overwhelming. So we need to be wise in how we use social media we need to be wise in the way that we talk to our kids about it and to talk to them about social media and those things that they are taking in. And so um, we don't have to avoid it, but it's like anything else when it comes with money, social media, when it comes to hobbies, all those things. Don't let those things manage you. You manage them. And you use it in a way that is pleasing to the Lord in a way that he desires to um you know, that would be uh, good for the Lord and a blessing to others. And I think that's the priority with anything. Hey, 303-690-3000. Got a couple open lines. Again, the text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Greeley to Corinna on line one. Hi, Corinna. Did I say that right? 
Yes, please. How are you? I'm fine, sir. Good. Thanks for calling Calvary Live. Yes, please, sir. So I have a question. Uh-huh. Yeah, my question is about the, we are scared uh, to take the, this uh, vaccination for COVID-19. Some people, they are saying is uh, maybe 66, uh, I think uh, 666. And uh, some people, they are saying maybe they are putting inside some, uh, some poison to kill us. So we ask about you people of God, what are we going to do? We have to take it or we have to refuse. Yeah, and you know that's a question that uh, a lot of people are asking right now. We have seen that the vaccine is rolled out. There's a couple vaccine. There's another one that perhaps Johnson and Johnson is going to get. Uh, hopefully, get some approval. Is what they're they're saying by the end of the month, and then they're going to roll out their vaccine and stuff. So the question is, should uh, we take the vaccine? And I'm not a doctor, so I don't want to tell people whether to take the vaccine or not. But I can say this, that you talk to your doctor. There's a lot of information that is out there. There's a lot of things that are out there about whether you should take the vaccine or not take the vaccine. And I I don't want anyone to, to go home or hang up from talking to me and saying, well, Pastor Jeff said not to or to take it. Talk to your doctor about the vaccine. Get some good answers from those in the medical field. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk to my doctor about it. Um, And, you know, is it going to come to where uh, they're going to mandate that you take the vaccine to travel, whatever it may be? I don't know what the case is. But for right now, um, there's good information. Um, You can go to the medical fields. You can go to your doctor, ask the questions, write them down, and then go to the Lord and make a decision on it. But that's that's the best I can tell you whether you should take the vac- vaccine or not. Uh, one of the things that some people, they say if you take the vaccine, um, that you, you know, you're taking the mark of the beast. I don't hold that view whatsoever. I think um, that is a false view. We don't have to worry about taking the mark of the beast. Listen, uh, we're not in the tribulation period. Uh, there are those who say, well, the vaccine, well, you said poison you or do this to you. That's why you need to talk to your doctor. And your doctor should be able to give you some good medical advice, whether you should take it or not. And then you go to the Lord and make a decision on it. Okay? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You bet. That you bet. Sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and and it does, it, you know, it, Corinna, it does for any uh, vaccination, whether it's the flu, whether it's shingles, uh, whatever it is. And, um, you know, I'm getting older, so uh, I ask more questions, and everybody's different, and people got different convictions and stuff. But I think it, the important thing is get good counsel and get, um, you know, counsel from those who are in the medical field, because we just talked about social media, and there's stuff all over the place on social media and, you know, throughout the whole spectrum, whether you should or shouldn't and this and that. And um, you just, there's a lot of information that can be overwhelming. So I got to funnel it down to a doctor, talk to a couple doctors. They're available, and they're up on this, and they'll be able to answer your questions. All right? 
Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much. So we was worrying about that because uh, the Bible tells us about uh, the mark of spirit is coming after rapture. So we was worrying how the mark of beast can come when the church is not yet to go in heaven or Jesus is not yet to come and the, the Holy Spirit is still here. So how the mark of beast can come here? That's the, yeah. the problem yeah. was worrying. Yeah, and that's the thing, Corinna. It's keep everything in context. I don't know where this, if you take the vaccine, you get taking the mark of the beast. Uh, you're not taking the mark of the beast. And, and yeah. the thing is, is, you know, there have been those who said that, you know, if you worship on Sunday, you take the mark of the beast. Got to keep everything in its context. And the mark of the beast is identifying with the Antichrist, making the decision to worship him. We can go through it. There's there's a, a study in it. Um, but we are not in the tribulation period, and we are to be looking for Jesus Christ. We don't have to worry about the Antichrist. So talk to your doctor, Okay. Okay, thank you so much, sir. You bet. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Got any more questions? Call us back, okay? Okay, all right. Thank you so much. You bet. 303-690-3000. Got a couple open lines. Maybe you got a question. You know, there's a lot of questions and Christians and voices about, you know, taking a vaccine. Talk to your doctor and uh, get some good um, sound medical advice go to the lord pray about it people got different convictions but you know to say to take the the vaccine is taking the mark of the beast uh i just don't see it it doesn't line up with scripture whatsoever and um and so um we can look at how things are moving towards to where you know there's um things that as we know there's going to be one world government at the end uh, all these things are leading towards that, but we're not there. We're not there in the tribulation period. And so I think we just need to be wise and um, and discerning in what the Scripture has to say and keep everything in its context. Hey, 303-690-3000 calling number. 720-336-0897 is the text line. Let's go to Denver. James. Hi, James. Hello. James, how are you? I'm not too bad. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Thank you for calling. Okay. Yeah, you gotta... Thank you for taking my call, Pastor Big. You bet. Um, the reason I was calling was um, I was hoping for a prayer request. I want to be too inconsiderate. I was uh, asking for a prayer request for myself to have more of a hunger for the words, for the Lord's Word and reading the Bible. Because I want to be... Uh, more obedient to the Lord and live in, live in the way he wants me to be. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that's a great prayer and, 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 uh, you know, I'm blessed to be able to have you call and to ask for prayer because you're praying for spiritual food. And one of the things that, uh, James, that we're going to talk about on Sunday morning is, uh, in the feeding of the 4,000, uh, there's two miracle meals that Jesus provide. There's the feeding of the 5,000 that's recorded in all four Gospels, and then the feeding of the 4,000. But one of the things that we're going to talk about that is very important, that we feed upon the Word of God. And James, exactly what you said. You know, he said in the Sermon on the Mount that those who hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. And 
to take and feed upon the Word of God is what we're to be doing. And as you feed upon the Word of God, it's going to grow you, it's going to mature you, it's going to grow you in your faith, because faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. That's really um, a good prayer, Uh, Lord, to have a hunger for the Word of God. And I really think that what I am seeing is that more Christians are getting hungry for the Word of God because they want to know what the Word of God has to say that pertains to you know life and godliness in Christ Jesus, what the Word of God has to say to guide us in every area of our lives. We need to be strengthened by the Word of God because if we're not taking in the Word of God, if we're not feeding on the Word of God, we're going to be weak. We are going to be weak spiritually. And um, and oftentimes Christians have fed upon, you know, junk food, um, you know, ice cream, you know, uh, the milk of the word, when we really should be taking in the meat of the word. So Father, I pray for James. I thank you that as he desires to have a greater hunger for the word of God, that Lord, that you would fill him. That as he takes in the word of God, that he, you would grow him. Um, you know, the the mature believer is the one that takes in the meat of the word. And Lord, that he would grow in knowing you and being established in truth and your wisdom. And Lord, that not only would he be strong, but he's going to be able to minister to others as well. And I pray that you would uh, just uh, bless him and uh, you would just guide him in every way. And Lord, lead him to not only uh, himself taking in the Word of God devotions, but a church as well, and uh, that would feed him, and Lord, being in that place of growth. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, James? Yes. You got a good uh, church that you're going to that's teaching the Word of God? Um, I haven't been to church in a while. I do live about a mile from Calvary Outreach of Aurora, which um, mm-hmm. I do like to go to. It's the last church I did go to. Um, yeah. But I haven't been since kind of the pandemic's been. Yeah. What it's been. And, you know, and you you have options, you know, if you can, um, to, to watch it online. But I just want to encourage you, like Calvary Church in Aurora, uh, as you're taking in the services. And, you know, it's different for everybody. Uh, some people still need to be very careful with this pandemic, but I know for Calvary Church that they have put in the parameters to try to keep people safe and to be able to still gather. But I will say this, if you take in the services, you will be fed the Word of God. You will be fed and you will be loved, and that's so important. And I just want to encourage you in that. So I thank you for calling and just desiring to, um, you know, just say, hey, I desire for a hunger, and God's going to honor that and bless that. So Thanks, James. Thank you, Faith, for your time and um, you bet. your service and everything in your prayer. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you again. You too. God bless you. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. It's so important. And I know that the pandemic has really kind of, um, you know, uh, made it more challenging to gather in some just aren't comfortable right now. and But most churches have online, and there's great um, online messages that are available for you. Keep taking in the Word of God and uh, being a part of those services, whether it's in person or online. At Calvary Church, we do uh, 
online in person as well. Um, so you can do that. Hey, um, 303-690-3000. We got a couple open lines. Let's go to David. He's been waiting on line three. David and Parker. Hi, David. Hi, Pastor. David, you there? Thanks for taking my call. You bet. How are you? Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Awesome. Doing well, thanks. Um, Good. My, my question comes um, from studying that I've done recently um, in Matthew 22. Um, uh-huh. And the specific verses are uh, verse 23 through about verse 33. Um, and um, the, the passage describes a, scenario, a situation where the Sadducees challenged Christ. Um, and just uh, to, to read it, verse 23 um, says, That same day the Sadducees, who say that there is no resurrection, came to him with a question. Right. Teacher, they said, and then they, they give this story about a widow who marries the oldest of seven brothers, and then each brother dies. And the, the tradition from Moses, the law from Moses, said that she, uh, each brother successively had to marry her. And then they say, who, who is she married to in, in heaven? Right. Um, and, and Christ's response in verse 29 was, Jesus replied, you are in error because you do not know the scriptures or the power of God. At the resurrection, people will neither marry nor be given in marriage. They will be like the angels in heaven. Right. And I guess um, the question I'm calling uh, you about um, is that um, I realized that I didn't know the answer to that question based on the studies that I've done of the Old Testament and the exposure that I've had to Old Testament through, you know, the, the preachers over the past 30 years. Uh, I was in the military for a long time, so I bounced around the country, and I've been in a lot of different churches. I don't know that I ever heard a, a preacher preach on anything that would have informed the answer that Christ gave. Right. Um, and so so the kind of the twofold, the two-tiered question that I had was, A, what scriptures is Christ talking about that that those Sadducees should have known that I'm also ignorant of, and then B, uh, the, you know, the second tier of the of query for me was, boy, it seems like a lot of the churches that I've been in would be guilty of the same error <laughs> in thinking that the Sadducees have, in that they yeah. overemphasize the natural world and don't really have a good connection as to what the balance of power of God is, our spiritual life, you know, what our immortal soul is compared just to our physical shells and our experience in time. Does that make sense? Yeah, and, you know, it's interesting that the Sadducees, you know, just kind of walk you through this, and we're going to be getting close to the break, so um, if you hear the music, we'll just stop and we'll pick it up on the other side of um, the break, but you're asking a very good question. And in this, the Sadducees are coming to Jesus. Jesus is in the final days of his ministry. What they're trying to do is back him into a corner. They're trying to trick him. They they come up with this ridiculous scenario about this one who marries and then uh, doesn't have any children. Uh, the, the husband dies, and then according to the law, she was to marry the brother to be able to you know continue his name to have a son with him, uh, to perpetuate his name. Inheritance was very, very important. 
Well, they come up with this ridiculous scenario that she marries seven, doesn't have any children in the resurrection, whose wife is, you know, going at, uh, is, you know, who's she going to be married to? Which one of the seven brothers? Here's the thing. The Sadducees didn't believe in the resurrection. The Sadducees only believed in the first five books of the Old Testament. They didn't believe in the Psalms. They didn't believe in the prophetic books. They didn't believe in angels. They didn't believe in the resurrection. They didn't believe in much of anything. That was the Sadducees. So you hear the music right now, David. We're going to come back. It's important for us to understand that because uh, of the question that they're bringing up. And that's why Jesus said, you don't know the scriptures. So we're going to be right back. Talk to David. Pick up where we just left off. 303-690-3000. Got a couple open lines. Grab one. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Figs up here in Greeley, Colorado. I pastor Calvary Chapel, Greeley. So blessed to be with you. We were on the phone with with David. We're going to go to David in just a minute. I wanted to make a quick announcement. Um, We were talking about churches having online and in-person services. I would encourage you to stay in fellowship, you know, even online. Uh, You may not be in person, but you still stay connected. Taking in the Word of God is so very important because over time, over the weeks and months, uh, we can develop some habits where we're not joining online, still trying to be careful. But uh, if you feel comfortable and the Lord leads you, be in person and uh, and keep taking in the Word of God. We, on Sunday mornings, we have in-person online at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. So check us out on our website, calvarychapelgreeley.org, O-R-G. And we have children's ministry available at all the services and different things taking place during the week. So check us out. We're easy to find Love to serve you and your family as the Lord leads you uh, here, and uh, just wanted to pass that along. But I do want to go back to David. David, are you still with us? Yes, sir. So we uh, before the break, we were talking about that section where the Sadducees come and ask Jesus about the resurrection. So first of all, the Sadducees didn't believe much of the Old Testament, didn't believe in miracles, didn't believe in angels, didn't believe in the resurrection, and here they come— and they're asking Jesus about the resurrection, and uh, they're asking him about you know mentioning angels and stuff, and the hypocrisy of it um, didn't you know is is really unbelievable that they think they could fool Jesus, but Jesus says something very important. He says, "In the resurrection, you neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like the angels of God in heaven." In other words, you're not going to be married in heaven. And and that's the truth that we have. Sometimes young couples, they hear that they think, oh, I won't be married in heaven. Well, sometimes couples that have been together for a long time think that. But whatever relationship that we have with others is going to be better than the best relationships that we can have here. The other thing is, he didn't say that you are going to be angels. He said you're going to be like the angels in that uh, we're not going to be married. We're not going to be having children, things like that. But um, he goes on and he says that concerning the resurrection, this is where he brings correction 
of the dead, you have not read what was spoken to you by God, saying, I am the God of Abraham, God of Isaac, and God of Jacob. And um, God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. So he calls them out on their false beliefs that there is no you know, resurrection, that that in the scriptures, part of the scriptures that you do believe, he said, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Not, I was the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and they're dead now, and there's no resurrection, and there's no afterlife. So he corrects them in this. But the statement that you made about how uh, the churches, uh, you know, um, there are churches out there, um, and the tendency is to to focus on worldly things or focus on prosperity or things like that rather than focusing on the eternal. And um, so it's so important uh, that we do that. As a matter of fact, I was looking at Ezekiel, and Ezekiel and his prophecies are talking about the things that you have, the land that you have, because judgment was going to come. He's he's speaking during that time of the Babylonian captivity. Judgment's going to come on the land, on your gold, you know, the things that you um, were trusting in, your wealth, it's all going to go away. And that's why it's very important that we, as we've talked about on the show, feed on the Word of God, that we keep an eternal perspective. Paul said, keep your eyes on the things above, not on the things of this world. And it's extremely important that we are versed in the Word of God and that we're taking in the Word of God and know what the Word of God has to say. Okay. And David, I wanted to say yes, thank Pastor. you for your serv- thank you for your service. It, uh, it was a privilege, sir. Yeah, thank you, and thank you for your call. Anything else? Um, no, I appreciate your time, Pastor. Thank you. You bet, absolutely. All right, three zero three six nine zero three thousand is the number to call. Uh, and we got uh, somebody hangs up. We got an open line. We had all open lines right at the break, but uh, we do have one open line. So I'd love to talk to you. Let's see who we got next. Lalo in Loveland. Break, but, uh, Lalo, did I say it right? Yes, sir. Hey, Lalo, do you got your radio on? I, I just loaded it down. Okay, how are you? Yeah, good. How are you, Pastor? Good. Thanks for calling. Do you got a question for me? I do. Um, I was wondering if you could tell me where uh, it says in the in the Bible about Jesus' brothers and sisters. Yeah, um, in Matthew chapter thirteen. Matthew chapter thirteen, verse fifty five talks about how Jesus went into Nazareth and um you know he's there speaking uh to the people there and they're going where did this man get this wisdom and these mighty works is this not the carpenter's son is not his mother called Mary and his brothers James Joseph Simon and Judas and his sisters are they not all with us where then did this man get all these things so his brothers you know are there James, Joseph, um, that is mentioned there, um, and then Simon and Judas. So we know that uh, James uh, ended up writing the epistle of James that you have in the back of the New Testament, 
and then there is Jude um, that wrote the little epistle right before the book of Revelation. We also know that um, his brothers did not believe in him until after the resurrection. So that's an interesting point, and that Jesus had sisters as well, plural. So it could have been two sisters at least, could have been more. So Jesus grew up in a family. He grew up with uh, at least four brothers that are mentioned, two sisters, could have been more. Um, Mary and Joseph had normal relations after Jesus, who was born of a virgin. Mary did not know Joseph physically. Uh, We know that clear from the scriptures. But after that, they had normal relationships and they had a family. There are some who come along and say that, well, you know, these are Jesus' cousins. No, it's not his cousins. It's very clearly that this is the carpenter's son, um, and this is his brothers and his sisters. Some even try to come up with the theory that Joseph was married previous to Mary and had children, and, and that's what's being named here. There's no evidence whatsoever in the scriptures in that. And so Joseph and Mary had brothers. They had sisters um, or had children, sons and daughters. Jesus had brothers and sisters, more correctly, half-brothers and sisters, because God the Father was his father. But, you know, he grew up in a home. And can you imagine, Lalo, can you imagine growing up with a brother that was perfect, that was absolutely perfect? Wouldn't that be awesome? Growing up with a brother. So, you you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Okay. Anything else? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I think I, I my brothers they thought they were perfect, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's only one, and so if you just turn your radio down just a little bit more, I can hear the feedback. But oh, he, here's awesome. the thing. Okay, here's the thing, is that no one grew up with a perfect brother or sister. The only ones was these guys with Jesus, so it was pretty awesome. So Mark chapter 13, verse 55. Matt 13? Matthew 13, verse 55. You bet. You bet, absolutely. uh, Yeah. I'm talking to a cousin of mine right now. You can show them that. I showed him scripture after scripture after scripture. Yep, that's what you do. Show them the Word of God. Thank. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. God bless you. 303-690-3000. Got an open line. Let's go to James in Denver. James? James. How are you? Good. Good. Got a question for me? Yeah, so... Uh... Genesis one twenty six says, "Let us make man in our own image." He's talking about making Adam and Eve, right? Right. So, what is the image? What is the image and, and the likeness of God? How do you explain well? It? Yeah. So, you know, let us make man in our own image. To where, what I like to think about it is, the man has the ability to be able to to worship. He has emotions. Um, you know, he made the animals, he made the creatures of the world. It, but when it came to man, he breathed life into him. And the man has a spirit. Um, we have body, soul, and spirit. But he made man to where we have a, just deep down an innate 
desire to worship. And, and that's what a lot of it has to do with this list, make man in our own image to be able to communicate, to be able to, to worship, to have the emotions that we have. Um, and, and that's what making man in our own image. And of course he made Adam and Eve, they were without sin. And as we, you know, consider that, um, it's, you know, it's, um, you know, we got pets. They they may have some emotions and stuff, but they don't have a desire to worship God. I've never seen, you know, Fido the dog make an altar in the backyard desiring to worship. So I think let us make man in our image has a lot to do with that. Okay, so then it says uh, Romans 12 and 2, it says we're not conformed so that Adam be come conform to this world when he sinned? Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is, you know, when he created Adam, he was without sin. He told Adam, he said, don't eat of the tree because if you do of that tree, you shall surely sin. So when Adam ate, it's interesting, isn't it? That it says that him and Eve, their eyes were open. They noticed that they were naked. That's when they came into their fallen state. And then the world that we live in is in a fallen state. So, you know, sin entered into the world and because sin entered into world that sin and death has entered into us as well. And we live in a fallen creation. We're fallen creatures. So Adam who lived a long time that, um, in that sinful state. But as we look at Romans chapter 12, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is a reasonable service. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And then Paul, in chapter 12, going into chapter 13 and 14, he begins to tell us how it is that we can be transformed uh, don't be conformed to the world. That word conform means to be shaped by the world. But what you're to do is that you are to be a living sacrifice uh, because of the mercies of God. All the things that Paul talked about in the first 11 chapters, talking about this, um, how we are justified by faith, sanctification, you know, as we surrender ourselves to him, walking in the Spirit, chapter 8, um, all those things, because he is so merciful, present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Don't be conformed to this world. Don't be shaped by the world, but, you know, be renewing your mind. What Adam does, you know, after they begin to have children, there's a whole, not a whole lot written about Adam. He lived many, many years. So, you know, um, but I think for Romans chapter 12, the word is given to us, don't be conformed to this world. You know, be transformed, you know, renewing of your mind. Paul talks a lot about renewing your mind in the scriptures. Okay. So uh, Adam, Adam got conformed to this world after he uh, disobeyed God. Yeah, he, he fell into sin. But I think that as I read Romans chapter 12, to be conformed to the world, there's a process in that. You know, we've all sinned. We're all sinners. We're forgiven by grace, but we don't have to be shaped by the world. We don't have to be conformed by the world, but be transformed. That, that means 
you know, transfer over like transportation. And the way to do that is be renewing your mind that taking in the word of God, knowing what God says, how we are to live. And, and so, you know, that's the application for me today and to not be conformed to this world. And that's why it's very important that we keep in the scriptures. That's why it's very important that we keep the things, the spiritual priorities in our lives and, you know, to strengthen the inner man, the inner woman, and taking in the renewing of our minds because the world pollutes our minds and we wash with the water of the word. So uh, I don't know if that's what you're you're looking for, oh, that's but... Good. That's good. That's good. All right. Thank you. Hey, thanks for calling. Appreciate it. God bless you, James. You have a great evening, all right? 303-690-3000. So um, love to talk with you. That's the call-in number to text line 720-336-0897. I believe we got a couple open lines. Let's go to Linda on line three. Calling from Colorado. Hi, Linda. Hi. I appreciate you wanting to pray. We've had such a—this is the third rough year. Um, My mom died a little over a year ago. My dad just passed away on the 13th of this month unexpectedly. So it's been a really, really rough time. I'm I'm so sorry. But, um, yeah, I talk to my sister, but it's hard sometimes to talk to her because of what I mentioned. You still with us, Linda? Yes. Okay. Excuse me? Go ahead. Go Go ahead, Linda. Were you in the middle Um, of a thought? I'm on this road where I keep, I'm sorry, I'm going up and downhill. Well, be careful. Oh, I am. I have the phone down, so I am. I'm careful. I look straight ahead. Okay. All right. So, um... Do you, you want some prayer for your sister? Yes, please, for our whole family. Please. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Father, um, I just I pray for Linda. And um, she, they've gone through a difficult time with their family. Um, and, Lord, you know all the circumstances, the hurt, the loss. Lord, I pray for her. And right now she's driving. Just keep her safe. But, Lord, I also pray that you bring comfort to her, that you would work with her her uh, family, with her sister. Um, Lord, that, um, that she would just take in the truth of your word, that you would touch her with your word. And um, I pray that you would just be able to um, open up her ears spiritually, soften her heart to receive from you. And, Lord, I do pray that um, that you would just uh, be with their family and through all the difficulties there's need, bring the comfort they need, the strength they need. Uh, Lord, just bring um, the wisdom that they need and provide for them in every way. And it's in Jesus' name that they pray. Amen. Hey, Linda. Yeah. Were you wondering uh, how you could minister to your sister is also what you were wondering as well? Well, she knows her Bible from beginning to end, and I'm not going to say I am even close, but it's her beliefs. We really can't have a long conversation because I, I, I can't say I compare myself to David, but I could relate to David. I'm not perfect. 
I love God. I hope he sees my heart because I might not know the Bible like my sister does. But a lot of things she says, it's every time we talk, it's like she kind of wants to stick it to me. I want to say, you know, it's like she's trying to convince me that uh, what I'm doing is wrong or I really need to change the way I believe things and turn over to what she believes. Right. Right. And, you know, I don't know what it is that she believes exactly, but for you, I just want to encourage you. You just keep growing in the word of God. And and I hear that you have a love for God and just keep growing in this word. And, you know, sometimes Christians will want to stick it to you or, you know, be overbearing or whatever the case may be. But just check everything through the word of God and keep growing. And um, the Lord's going to be faithful to you and he's going to show you. All right, Linda. And then call us if you got any questions or anything. We're here to serve you in any way that we can. I appreciate it. I listen to you all day. You're what keeps me going. Just the word of God. I, I pray to God every day. And this is what keeps me going because this world is lately. It's just very sad. Yeah, it is very sad. But I'm glad you're being blessed by Grace FM and by Calvary Live. And Linda, as I said, we're here to answer any questions, so you call us, okay? All right. Thank you so much, Pastor. You have a blessed okay. day. Thank you. You are a blessing. You too. Thank you. You be careful out there, okay? I am. I'm almost home. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe you're on your way home. we still got time to give me a call and a few minutes in the show, and I believe we got open lines right now. And one of the themes, as I said at the beginning of the show, is every show kind of takes a, uh, a theme. And yesterday it was about family and, and, um, and uh, you know, just how we hurt for family members, for our kids, uh, praying for a lot of, of people that need it. Uh, today it seems to be the Word of God and those who are calling. And it really blesses me to have those who call who are desiring to know the Word of God to grow in the Word of God, and I can't emphasize enough the importance and the priority of doing that in our lives, and especially in the day in which we're living in, because of all the things that are taking place. One of the things that we are going to be doing um, as we are going through Matthew's Gospel, when we enter into chapter 16, that the, the religious leaders are asking Jesus for a sign. And what is interesting is, is that Jesus had been working miracles, uh, healing every kind of sickness and disease, freeing the demoniacs, and here they come and they want a sign. And they want fire from heaven. They want him to part the Sea of Galilee, something spectacular. But one of the things is that um, Jesus, he says, the sign that's going to be given to you is the sign of my resurrection. Just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a large fish, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Um, the one sign that is going to be given to this generation and to every generation is the resurrection. And as we talk to people, we can talk to them about the cross, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the resurrection, the very foundation of our faith, that Jesus Christ validated what he did on the cross by rising from the grave, and he now sits at the right hand of the Father. No one else did that. Um, no one other religious leader, no one else in human history conquers death. And and, um, and so only Jesus did. And so he is the one that died for our sins. He's the one that brings salvation. He's the one 
um, that is the author of life and the author of eternal life. But here's the thing. We need to be growing so we we can talk to people and we can uh, discern the times. And Jesus told those religious leaders, you can discern the the face of the sky, the weather, but you can't discern the coming of the Son of Man. And it's so important that we as Christians today, that we be discerning of the days in which we're living in. It is so critical. And we need to be wise. And we need to be looking. And we need to be sober. And we need to be vigilant. And the way to be wise is know the Scriptures, continue in the Word of God. And that's why um, that is important to to have your devotions, read your Bible every single day. It's important that you're in a church that is teaching the Bible, the whole counsel of God's Word, and is helping you discern the days in which we're living in. And then thirdly, it is very important that you continue to support Christian radio stations such as Grace FM, that you are being fed the Word of God, and we get feedback after feedback how people are being blessed and growing and then tell others about Grace FM. I think it's the best, by far the best radio station um, that is in uh, Colorado. And what a blessing it is to be able to have 24-7 worship in the Word. And um, and so be sure to tell others, pray for Grace FM, pray for your radio station if you're listening down the East Coast on Hope or Truth FM, and support those radio stations. But I just want to uh, put that out there um, because... We're in a time and day where our voices are trying to be silenced. Uh, in the culture that we live in, the atmosphere of our country, um, and we need to be a voice of truth and the voice of, of reason and a voice of, of uh, giving of the cross. So um, just want to pass that along to you. Uh, be praying. Be growing in the Word of God. I think that uh, it's imperative that we do that today. And make sure that you belong to a church that is teaching the Word of God and is not afraid to talk about the return of the Lord, not afraid to talk about the things that the Bible talks about, biblical morality, and to live for Him and living in His grace. And so extremely important. So um, we do have time for a call, I believe. We've got a few minutes left. We've got all open lines, but if not, um, 303-690-3000. But if not, uh, we're getting ready to end the show. And um, just want to go to the text line, see if there's anything we want to grab there. Um, there's somebody that is asking for prayer for their anger. Um, and so uh, I'm not going to read all of it, but Father, I do pray as so we got a few minutes. Uh, pray for Mike who wants prayer. And uh, Lord, I just pray that you would be with him and the things that he's struggling with and uh, that you would help him. And Lord, that you're the one that you told us to put aside uh, anger, wrath, malice, those things. And um, we are uh, not to let the wrath and anger go down, the sun go down on our wrath and our anger and not sin, as Paul writes in Ephesians 5. But Lord, I just pray that you would help him because your need for everything. And Lord, so we just pray that in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hey, I want to thank you, everybody, uh, as we're getting ready to close the show uh, for calling in. Uh, one of the things is um, that I wanted to read to you is, uh, as we've been talking about knowing the Scriptures and uh, being you know, uh, renewed in our minds uh, as uh, we become living sacrifices for the Lord, we've talked about those things. 
But in Acts chapter 20, Paul the Apostle, as he's uh, making his way to Jerusalem, that he would say, uh, as he was meeting with the Ephesian elders, that he said that, um, you know from the first day they came to you in Asia, in what manner I always lived among you, serving the Lord with humility, with many tears and trials. And he goes, I kept nothing back from you, but was helpful and proclaimed it to you. And in the King James, he says, you know what manner of man I was in all seasons. You know, whatever season that you're in, we have different seasons, weather-wise. Uh, we're in winter. Maybe you feel like spiritually you're in winter. Uh, we're going to be heading into spring. Uh, maybe it's a time of growth for you right now. Uh, whatever season that you are in, Paul says, you know what manner of man I was in all seasons, that you continue to walk with the Lord, continue to grow in the Lord, don't hold anything back, serving the Lord with humility. Let's serve one another. There's people out there that really need help. And and for you to say, Lord, how can I minister to others? How can I serve others, especially in these days? And he goes that even though I'm going to have trials and tribulations, and we may, I don't know what this year is going to bring for us, for you personally, for me, but he says that I want to finish my race with joy in the ministry that I've received from the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey, keep running your race. Run your race with joy, the joy of the Lord, and keep looking to Him, keep calling out to Him, trusting Him, and resting in His love. Hey, you hear the music. Had a great show. Thank you, everyone who's called in, and uh, what a tremendous blessing. Have a great evening. Keep your eyes on Him, keeping the Word of God. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.